Oh, it's an oldie but goodie. It's a classic, isn't it? Let there be peace on earth. And oh, my Jesus, do we need that now? <laughs> anyway, my friends, thank you for joining us once again in prayer, turning our all, all our being and hearts and desires and loves. Let's, let's just put it into God's hands right now as we begin our prayer. Here at the God Minute, I'm Father Ron. Thanks for joining us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth shall, shall declare your grace. grace. Psalm 29, The Lord is King. Give to the Lord, you sons and daughters of God, Give to the Lord glory and might. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bow down before his holy splendor. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord over the mighty waters. The voice of the Lord is power. The voice of the Lord is splendor. The voice of the Lord cracks the cedars. The Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon, makes Lebanon leap like a calf and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord strikes with fiery flame. The voice of the Lord shakes the desert. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The Lord sits enthroned above the flood. The Lord reigns as king forever. May the Lord give might to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Now I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel preached by me is not of human origin. For I did not receive it from a human being, nor was I taught it, but it came through a revelation of Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Perhaps to some, this passage might sound a little something like, Don't shoot the messenger. St. Paul did indeed know the danger of being a messenger of the gospel as he himself had persecuted Christians. But what he offers us today at the beginning of the letter to the Galatians is hardly a tone of self-preservation, but rather of credibility. Because of the radical nature of his conversion, the flashing lights, the blindness, he knew deeply the call to be a witness. And so he did indeed dare to make the truth known, even unto death as he died by the sword amidst the proclamation of the gospel in Rome. The credibility that St. Paul offers in this passage makes it clear that the message was never meant to begin and end with him. Since it came from another, it was also directed to another. As he spoke the name of Jesus and proclaimed the truth of Revelation, he proclaimed not only who Jesus is and what he has done in an abstract way, but in a profoundly personal way, 
In St. Paul, the reality of Jesus' identity and mission becomes evident in concrete ways. He can say very real in a very real way what Christ has done for him, what Christ has done to him, and what Christ has done in him. And his receptivity of these gifts of grace doesn't stop with him, because as he says, it was not of human origin, therefore it cannot have a human end. He's impelled to proclaim and to share the good news with others so that they too might come to know Christ and experience union with him. As Jesus told his most intimate followers in the gospel, without cost you have received and without cost you are to give. So it's important to consider, what has Jesus done for me? What has Jesus done to me? What has Jesus done in me? For myself, I've I've reflected around the reality of Jesus dying on the cross, not in this abstract way to save humanity, but to save me personally. To recognize what he has done to me is to set me free from the bonds of sin, to make me a new creation, especially through the sacraments of the church. And what he has done in me, that continual daily conversion of heart that makes me a better instrument of his love and mercy because of the love and mercy that I've received. Each of us is invited to live in this way, to be a credible witness, to point toward the divine origin of this revelation. It might be without cost that we've received and without cost that we're to give, but we might even have to pay a little bit of a price for persecution or perhaps death. So I have to entertain the question as to whether or not I'm willing to share in a human way the divine truth that God has revealed so that he who humbled himself to share in my humanity might share with me his divinity and lead all people to himself. And so we pray, Jesus, thank you for coming as the fullness of the revelation of the Father's love for us. We ask for the grace to know more deeply and to recognize the height and depth of what you have done for us, what you have done to us, and what you continue to do in us. Jesus, we give you permission to love us and to come and have your way. We ask this in your name. Amen. And together, in the words of Jesus, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And let us pray. Dear Father in heaven, grant that we may come into your presence as your children. Give to us all that we need each day so that we are no longer caught in the turmoil of life, but can receive your peace and know your love. And this we ask through your Son, our Lord and brother Jesus. Amen. May God's peace be with you. And with your spirit. Go now in his protection and care 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for starting your week with us in prayer. We'll see you tomorrow.